the Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with I Struck a Match on the Moon. Ladies, what's the most popular room in your house? Most people say the living room with the easy chair pulled up alongside the radio. But personally, I want to put my vote down for the kitchen. I spend more time in people's kitchens and in my own than anywhere else. I suppose the icebox has something to do with it. But whatever it is, the kitchen is a cozy room and deserves to be a cheerful one. And you can make it cheerful, too, without spending much money. Gay curtains at the window, fresh oilcloth, and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on the floor. Glow coat not only gives linoleum floors sparkling beauty and keeps the colors as bright as new, but it protects them against wear, makes them last longer. And it does all this in addition to saving you hours of work, because glow coat needs no rubbing or buffing. Just apply and let dry. Glow coat does the rest. May I suggest that you add Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to your next shopping list? Well, a man can fool some of the people all the time, and all the people some of the time, and his wife almost none of the time. <laughs> so, so when our hero seems unusually gay and lighthearted, laughing at anything, his better half suspects the worst. In other words, when a guy doesn't grouse, his spouse smells a mouse. <laughs> and that's the way it is tonight with Fibber McGee and Molly. So when I seen Egghead Vanderveen there in front of Joe's tavern, I walks up to him. <laughs> Hi, Egghead, I says. What's cooking? <laughs> and he says, I am. He says, hey, just give me the hot foot. <laughs> well, sir, that just about tore me asunder because Egghead is McGee. the kind of... <laughs> McGee! McGee! Kind of... Huh? What's the matter with you? You're as merry as a grig over nothing. What's on your mind? On my mind? <laughs> Why, nothing, but let me tell you about Egghead. <laughs> So I says to Egghead... I, I don't <laughs> want to hear about Egghead. I want to know about you. You always act like this when you're covering up something. Look, did you mail that special delivery letter for me yesterday morning? Special delivery? Oh, that. Oh, don't give it a thought, Molly. But to get back to what I says to Egghead... Did you mail I... that letter? <laughs> Why, Molly? Am I the kind of a guy who, when you tell him to do something you want done, don't mail it? Now, never mind that. I just asked you a simple question. Did you ever ask me to do anything that I wasn't only too glad to cooperate into doing it? No, sir. McGee, did you mail that letter? <laughs> no. Well, the reason I wanted to know... Oh, is but I'll do it right away. Wait till I, wait till I get my coat. 
And as soon as I can run across the street, I'll But, do... McGee, now let me tell no, you... No, I'll do it. I should have done it yesterday. Sorry I forgot, but you you can consider the air and rectify. Wait a minute, McGee. That letter now is... I'll just dash across the street to the mailbox, Molly. I'll be right back. McGee, wait a minute. I didn't... Oh, dear. Sometimes I wonder why the government always puts the mailboxes on the corner where somebody else lives. <laughs> if I'd have had my way... Oh, hi, Gildersleeve. Hello, McGee. Hey, don't run across that pavement. Can't you see they've just... Ah, go bounce a meatball, you big ape. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Hey, hey, what, what is this? Fresh car? Get out of there, McGee. They've just resurfaced that pavement. You'll get stuck. What do you mean, get stuck? I am stuck. Why didn't you warn me, you big dumbbell? Dope! I tried to, you little twerp. If you hadn't... Ah, there, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. McGee, come out of that mess this minute. I can't. I can't pick up my feet. What is this, anyway, tar? No, it's a new patent paving material they're trying out. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> I love it. In fact, I'm stuck on it. <laughs> well, Dad, rather do something. Get me out of here. Can't you pull your feet up, dearie? Oh, wait. Let me try again. Oh, no, it's no use. The harder I try, the deeper I get in. You see, Mrs. McGee? <laughs> Confidentially, he sinks. <laughs> that batted Gildersleeve, if you don't... Now, 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 let's all keep calm and think this thing out. McGee, can you slip out of your shoes? Yeah, but I ain't gonna. I just had them half sold. <laughs> Come on, dearie, don't stand there arguing. You're attracting a crowd. Take your shoes off and start running. Okay, I'll take... Okay, here I come. Well, come on. I can't. I'm stuck again. Oh, dear. Take off your socks and start over. Okay, I'll try anything. Now. Ooh. Well, what do I do now? Take off my feet? <laughs> Who shall I call, dearie? The street commissioner, the fire department, the police, or the gallop pole? What do you mean, the gallop pole? Well, you're the man on the street, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do, Mr. Gildersleeve? <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, Mrs. McGee, but I'm going home and get my movie camera. By George, I've never seen anything so funny in my life. <laughs> Dad, Raddick, you stay where you darn are, Gildersleeve. <laughs> you big heel. Oh! McGee, now, you mustn't call Mr. Gildersleeve a heel. Well, maybe not. But I'll bet he could have a lot of fun sliding down a shoehorn. <laughs> hey, ain't anybody going to get me out of here? Oh, now, don't get excited, McGee. We'll do everything we can. Hello there, daughter. Hello, Gildersleeve. Hi, Johnny. What you doing? What do you think I'm doing, you old dodo? Tap dancing? <laughs> tap dancing, eh? You never told me he could tap dance, daughter. <laughs> Let's see you doing off to Buffalo, Johnny. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake, stop teasing him. Huh? He's in a terrible predicament. Hey, what's this all about, kids? What's he doing out there in the street, daughter? He's stuck in that fresh pavement, Mr. Oldtimer. Do you know any way we can get him out? Sure. How? Look, get a couple of shovels, see? Then go down to the basement of your house, yeah. dig a tunnel till you get right under him, then dig up till you reach him and pull him down through. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's silly. It ain't only silly, it's callous and cruel. Everybody making wisecracks while I stand here and suffer. Don't you realize this pavement material is getting harder every minute? Call somebody. Do something. But what'll we do? How should I know? If you can't think of anything else, throw me a red and green lantern. I'll spend the rest of my life here as a traffic signal. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I heard it. <laughs>
says the telefeller, say, he says. But hey, this isn't any time for jokes, is it? Poor little Johnny out there stuck in the tar. No, it certainly isn't. Of course not. Though, on the other hand, it, it might cheer him up. The way I heard it, one feller says, tell the feller, see, says, now see where Groucho Marx is going to be a professor of humor at Harvard. Is that so, says the feller, where's Harpo going? To Wellesley? <laughs> I guess you got something there, old timer. That Harpo is a great guy for blondes. <laughs> hey, what am I laughing at? That rabbit, get me out of here. Whoa. Do something, somebody. Whoa. Don't just stand there. Help! in the street advertising something? No, they say he got stuck in that fresh pavement. Well, if he saw they were going to pave the street, why didn't he get out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they ought to put a rail around him and use him as a statue of a leading citizen. <laughs> hey, Molly. Molly! Yes, dearie, here I am. And here's a little footstool for you to sit on. <laughs> Catch it. Uh, much obliged. Is somebody coming to get me out of this? Who'd you call? Well, first, Mr. Gildersleeve and I called the Commissioner of Streets. Uh-huh. And he referred us to the uh, Department of Health. Department of Health? Yeah, he said it wasn't healthy to stand there in the street night and day. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did the Health Department say? Well, they referred us to the License Commissioner because they said you were making an exhibition of yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the License Commissioner sent us to the Board of Education. Dad, granted, what's the Board of Education got to do with this? Well, they said they teach you to stay off freshly paved streets. <laughs> but I tell you, we finally got to the right people, dearie. Huh? This is a new type of paving, and, and they're sending the inventor of it out. Oh, well, thank goodness, at last. Well, hey, stick what? in the mud. Can I have your autograph? Why, certainly, bud. Throw me your death certificate. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Mr. Gildersleeve, if that man doesn't get here pretty soon, I don't know how... 
Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, how do you do, my dear? And Mr. Gildersleeve? Uh, good day, Abigail. Well, what on earth is the cause of this boisterous crowd, my dear? It's McGee, Abigail. He's stuck out there in the middle of the street. You see him? Well, really? How did... What did I... I mean, did he step on some chewing gum? <laughs> uh, he just started trot across a freshly paved street, the silly asphalt runner. <laughs> Mr. Gildersleeve. Oh, but Mrs. McGee, we simply can't have your husband making a spectacle of himself. He's lowering the tune of the whole neighborhood. Ah, don't give me that Vassar Vaseline, dearie. <laughs> Next thing you'll get so exclusive, you'll want our fire department to have an unlisted phone number. Well, really, Mrs. McGee, I said... Now, wait a minute, girls. I, uh... Uh, hey, McGee, ah. uh, here's Mrs. Uppington. Oh. She wants you to get out of there. <laughs> she says you're lowering real estate values. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am, eh? Abigail, you mean to stand there wobbling on your wedgies and accuse me of doing this on purpose? I really wouldn't know, Mr. McGee, but if you're posing as a personal investigator of paving material, I have a suggestion to make. Yeah, what's that? Did you ever hear of a certain place which is said to be paved with good intentions? You mean? Yes, and when you get through here, go there. Good day. <laughs> Where's the guy who invented this stuff? When's he ever coming? Just as soon as they can get a hold of him, dearie. Just wait till I get hold of him. I'll hey, wait. hey, what is all this? Hey, come here a minute, Fibber. Nah, you come here, Wilcox. <laughs> all right, I'll no, come No, right. no, 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 Mr. Wilcox. You'll get stuck, too. Yeah, McGee is held tight in that new paving material, Harlow. Don't you set foot on it. Ah, oh, why didn't you let him come? He's always claimed he was a guy that would stick by his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Say, you're in a tough spot, pal. Can't you pull yourself loose? Who, me? Why, sure, Wilcox. I'm just standing here till the steamroller comes by. <laughs> then I'll lay down and get my pants pressed. <laughs> well, I can really sympathize with you, Fibber. Standing in that tar, you're typical of the stories I hear every day. What do you mean, typical? You're tired, aren't you? Sure, I'm tired. Well, but... so is every housewife in the world. <laughs> Tired of the everlasting scrubbing and cleaning and dusting. Tired of the dust and dirt and dampness. Tired of trying to keep house with old-fashioned, inefficient methods. That's why they all love Johnson's Wax. Because it cuts housework to a minimum and keeps floors and furniture shining and beautiful and protects them against wear and dirt. Get some today. Johnson's Wax for that tired feeling. Wilcox! What? You're fired! I am not. You didn't harm me, and you can't fire me. And I can prove it. How, oh, Mr. Wilcox? I'm going to send the sponsor a war. Oh. <laughs> He'd spend more time listening to Pippa McGee and Molly and less to Lum and Abner. <laughs> hey, when am I ever going to get out of here? No, no, take it easy, little chum. Take it easy. We'll uh, just have to wait till the paving expert gets here. Don't you, little chum me, you big chump. <laughs> All you've done since I've been stuck here, standing around and crack-wise. Is that so? Why, you ungrateful little grunion, you lippy little lizard. You wait till you get out of there, and I'll teach you a few manners. Go on, you couldn't teach a worm to squirm. <laughs> you big oaf. Oop. By the time I get loose from here, I'll be in just the mood to kick you right in the teeth. And I don't care if they ain't paid for yet. No. Now, now, now. For goodness sakes, boys, stop it. Well, I just dare him to come out here, that's all. I'll show him. You can't fight here. And uh, McGee, huh? you owe Mr. Gildersleeve an apology. 
He's done everything he could to get the city officials to come out here and get you loose. Yeah, and it's like most of his arrangements. Nothing happens. Is that so? Yes, that's so. Why, you abbreviated anthropological aberration? Who's an abbreviated anthropological abbreviation? You are. He is not. I am too. You are not. Well, make up your mind. <laughs> now, stop this bickering, the both of you. Come on, Mr. Gildersleeve. Let's go call up the street commissioner again. Well, all right. Now, don't worry, little chum. <laughs> Hold tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, Rocky, and hurry back, Molly. All right, dearie. Uh, come on, Joe, let's beat it. Yeah, he ain't gonna do nothing. No, he just stands there like a dope. Come yeah, on, Charlie. Yeah, Joe, on. <laughs> hey, hey, don't everybody leave. Somebody stay and talk to me. Hey, hey. That rat, that luck. Why does everything have to happen to me? If I'd only mailed that letter to Molly's when I ought to have, this wouldn't have... Hi, mister. Oh, I'm sorry, sis. I ain't got time to talk to you now. I'm in a hurry. Where are you going? Well, I'm going down to the... I'm going... I'm, say, come... come say, what do you want, sis? <laughs> what you doing out there in the street, mister? What you doing? What you... I'm a... <laughs> I'm a scare sparrow. Hmm? I says I'm a scare sparrow. That's the same as a scarecrow, only I don't scare crows. I scare sparrows. <laughs> Why? Well, they make too much noise. They, they disturb the friend stands. What's a friend of Stan? Well, that's the kind of a thing that gets disturbed. It spells. Oh. I bet you can't scare the Whittycombs, I bet you. Well, uh, what's a Whittycomb? It's a little girl who doesn't believe that friend of Stan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you come along, sis. You cheer me up. No, you cheer me up. <laughs> you cheer me up first. All righty. Shall I tell you a story? Hmm? Sure, sure. Tell me a story. How about Cinderella? Well, it ain't risque, is it? Hmm? What? Uh, never mind. Tell me about Cinderella. And take your time, sis. <laughs> I ain't going anywhere for a while. All righty. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Cinderella, and she had a nasty old stepmother, and she went to a ball and lost her slipper, and the prince found it, and he married her, and they lived happily ever after. You want to hear another one? <laughs> Thanks. I, I I was going to ask for the one about Peter Rabbit, but the way you boil him down, it'll turn out to be awesome better. <laughs> I, can, I can recite poems, too, I bet you. You can? Hmm? I says you can. Can what? Cherries, and be sure you get all the pits out of them. <laughs> You're silly, mister. <laughs> I guess I am at that, sis. I'll go ahead and recite something. All righty. This is going to be a dandy one, I bet you. The boy stood on the burning deck, mending a pair of socks. It roused his ire when the thread caught fire. Hot darn. <laughs> if you don't mind, sis, I think that ought to conclude your benefit performance. You want to earn a nickel by running an errand for me? No. You don't? No, I want to earn a dime. <laughs> You're taking advantage of my desperation, sis. I'm going to report you to the labor board. Okay, it's a dime. Now, look. All right. Run down to Kramer's drugstore and have him throw me an evening paper. Mm -hmm. Then run over to my house and tell Mrs. McGee I want a little table and a deck of cards mm -hmm. so I can play solitaire. Oh, yes, and a portable radio. All righty. Shall I tell her anything else? Yes. What? I'm hungry. Oh, sure. <laughs> Thank you.
The King's Men Sing the Little Brown Jug. My wife and I live all alone in a little log hut we call our own. We're so happy, warm, and snug as long as we have our little brown jug. Ha, 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 you and me. Little brown jug, don't I love thee? Ha, 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 you and me. Little brown jug, don't I love thee? When I am toiling on my farm, I carry a little brown jug under my arm. Sit me down in the shade of a tree and say, shoo fly, don't bother me. Ha, 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 you and me. Little brown jug, don't I love thee? Ha, 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 you and me. Little brown jug, don't I love thee? Little brown jug goes to my head and makes my nose a rosy red. In the dark it shines so bright, I never get lost on the blackest night. Ha, 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 you and me. McGee, you want some more? No, thanks, Gildersleeve. You can pull in the hose now. Okay. <laughs> hey, when is this guy going to come to get me out of here? You mean the man who invented this paving material? <laughs> He's due any minute now, dearie. Just be patient. Are you terribly tired? I ain't as tired as I am disgusted. I'm disgusted and humiliated. <laughs> My feet are getting numb. This stuff is getting hard. Hey, did you call the city hall again? Yes, I did, dearie. Who'd you get? Mert. <laughs> Mert? <laughs> What'd she have to say? She said her cousin overturned his canoe yesterday. Yeah? Did he get drowned? No, he just got tired of paddling and overturned it to his brother. <laughs> overturned it to his brother. If that ain't the farthest fetch gag I ever heard. And me standing here helpless. Why, George, here he comes, McGee. It won't be long now. Why, who? It's the inventor of this paving material, McGee. He'll know how to get you loose, dearie. Make way there, please, folks. Let the man through. McGee, here's the expert. Oh, hi, bud. I'm glad to see you. Oh, hello. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, it's Wallace Wimple. Are you really the inventor of this pavement, Mr. Wimple? Yes, I am. And I'm dreadfully sorry that your husband got stuck, Mrs. McGee. Just makes me miserable to think of it. What do you mean it makes you miserable? What do you think of me? I'd rather not say in front of all these people. Well, how do we get him out of there, Mr. Wimple? Well, Mrs. McGee, as I see it, the whole thing depends on a chemical analysis of the material. Maybe we can dissolve some of it around his feet. Well, that's the first sensible remark that's been made today. What is the chemical formula, Wimple? Oh, that's a secret, Mr. McGee. 
What do you mean it's a secret? That's what I mean. It's a secret. <laughs> well, you know what the secret is, don't you? No, but my wife does. <laughs> Your wife? What's she got to do with your invention? Well, she's really the inventor. I'm only the one who saw the possibilities in it for a paving material. Well, what was it in the first place? Her recipe for chocolate pudding. <laughs> the, the minute I... The, I'm sorry. I, the minute I tasted it, I said to her, I said, Cornelia, I said... This would make wonderful paving material. Then what did she say? I don't know. Everything went black. Yes. But, 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 here's what we better do, Mr. McGee. I don't care what we better do, but let's do it. All righty. I'll go home and analyze this material and see how we can dissolve it around your feet. Will your wife give you the formula? If she won't, Mrs. McGee, we'll have to use air hammers and chop him loose. Well, let's hurry up. Get Fellas, you're getting awful close to my feet. Be patient now. You're nearly free, dearie. There you are, buddy. Sorry you got to go home with a hunk of pavement on each foot, but that's the best we could do. Now, I imagine you can soak that off with turpentine, McGee. <laughs> Come on, dearie. Come on. I'll take one arm and Mr. Gildersleeve the other one. Yeah. Okay. Much obliged, fellas. All right. One side there, everybody. Yeah, stand All back. Right. Stand back now. Uh, can you walk a little, chum? I think so. Let me try. Yeah. Yeah, I can manage... Boy, is this a relief. I thought I'd never get out of there. You know what the first thing is I'm going to do is, Molly, after I get these hunks of pavement off of my feet is? What, dearie? I'm going to run right out and mail that letter for you. Uh, give me the letter, dearie. Oh, sir, I started out to mail it, and by the seven sisters of Maud Kelly, I'm going to mail it. It's no use, dearie. That letter's no good now. What you mean? Who is it to? The street commissioner. My goodness, Mrs. McGee, uh, what did you want him to do? Pave the street in front of our house. Oh, sure. <laughs> Bibber and Molly will be back in just a moment. Here's a question several people have asked me lately. Is Johnson's Glow Coat good for other kinds of floors besides linoleum? Yes, it most certainly is. It's good for painted or varnished wood floors and for floors covered with rubber or asphalt tile. Glow Coat gives all these floors a real coat of protection, enhances their beauty, makes cleaning easy. And it's just as easy to apply Glow Coat to these floors as it is to linoleum. When the floor is clean, apply glow coat with a cloth or long-handled glow coat applier and let it dry for 20 minutes. Glow coat polishes itself without any rubbing or buffing. That's why it's called self-polishing. Most women find glow coat especially helpful in protecting their kitchen linoleum floors because these floors get more than average wear. Linoleum manufacturers themselves recommend this easy, no-rubbing method for keeping linoleum clean, making it last longer. Try Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your floors. of all the dad dreaded. If that wasn't the darn... Who are you thing... talking about, McGee? Egghead Vanderveen? No. Egghead McGee. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Making a receptacle of myself. Everybody jeering and pointing at me. 
me squawking and hollering there like Oh, hey. now stop fussing about it. It wasn't that bad. And anyway, I'll give you credit for one thing. What's that? It's the first time you ever put your foot in it and then opened your mouth. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Soap, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Mr. Jones, do you have that new kind of enamel that contains wax? Yes, indeed I have. And lots of my customers are buying it. Here it is, Johnson's Wax Enamel. And a wonderful enamel it is. See those 19 stunning colors, all selected by prominent decorators. Wax enamel gives a smoother finish and a more beautiful luster than any enamel I've ever handled. Not a harsh glare at all. And the wax in wax enamel gives it added protection against wear and makes it easier to clean. Here, here's a free color chart for you. Just try wax enamel on old furniture or on your bathroom or kitchen walls. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>